The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What your feeling is juicy joy, 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 juicy joy. Hey, welcome! I'm so glad you're here. You are so deserving of all the joy and juiciness you can stand. I'm Lisa McCourt of Joy School, and this is Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Let's do some joy. Hi, sweet peas. Welcome back to Do Joy. Did you love on you big time this past week? When you screwed stuff up, did you say, it's okay, honey, you're human? I hope you did, and I hope you continue to do that well into this coming week and beyond and beyond and beyond. Today, I get to share with you someone so special to me, my longtime friend, author, creativity guide, and co-founder of the Institute for Creative Living, Jacob Nordby. Welcome, my friend. How are you today? Oh, Lisa, I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad that my voice doesn't sound as froggy as it did yesterday. So, um, yeah, well, here we are. Yeah. Glad to see you. You're looking well. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. It's always wonderful to connect with you. And so many of us are fallen soldiers these days. This is just that you are <laughs> among the many who's not feeling quite <laughs> up to par this week. So I'm really happy that you wanted to rally and, and just get your voice in here a little bit with me because I know that the listeners are going to really enjoy just getting to have that little bit of chance to get to know you better. Well, I love you and I love your work and I know that I love everyone who's listening. So I'm glad to be here. What are we talking about today? Well, I want to talk about the Institute for Creative Living, and I feel like first maybe I want to dig right into this extremely impressive inaugural event that you've put together called Heal and Create, mm -hmm. because I have a hunch that discussing the intersection of those two words will really paint the picture of what the Institute for Creative Living is all about. You and I are both... Tremendous logophiles, big old lovers of words. We recognize that words carry energy. Yeah. And the marriage of those two words, heal and create, that's really exciting. I know many in your tribe are creators in the sense that they're writers and artists and musicians. 
but you and I also both use the word create in that broader sense that we're all creators of our lives and every moment creators of our experience. And I love heal plus create because it honors one of the basic tenets of joy school that we're always creating, whether we mean to or not, we're always creating that next experience of life and we're creating our out there from whatever's in here. And we can't create a beautiful, rich, joyful outer landscape until we're working to heal that inner landscape best we can. And I know you have lots to say about this. So in your words, tell us about the connection between healing and creating. Oh my God, this, as you say, it goes so deep. Um, Lisa, I was, as I was writing one of the drafts of the Creative Cure book, um, I kept feeling like I need to give Lisa some credit somehow here because you've done so much work with the idea of joy and that be became a recurring theme in, in this book. It was so interesting as I dug below the surface of what is, what is creativity? What is this mysterious energy? And and I kept finding that it led back to this word, this idea of joy. And when I, when I sat with that for a long time, I, I began to realize how we tend to conflate the idea of joy and happiness. And I see joy as this intelligence and this connection with life itself, with the energy of life. And that's also how I see creativity as, as an expression of the deeper level of life. And so I think that probably you are tasked with this job of helping people expand the definition, the experience of what joy means in life. And I feel tasked to do the same with the idea of creativity so that it's no longer in this box. I hear people, people text me, friends of mine, hey, your creative people will like this. And, I'm, and it, I love that they're thinking of me. And I also, I, every time I want to say, you're one of the creative people <laughs> all of us each of us is and so what i've found though lisa is um this intersection i love that you use that word because i feel like a lot of people when they start going down a path of i need to heal okay so i i begin to notice that i had traumas or i have these blocks these things that come up that stop me from um creating the life that i would love then a lot of times there's this really deep absorption in the process and sometimes there can be this oh it's always on the horizon it's going to be way out there when i'm healed enough then i'll start creating then i'll start creating the life that i meant to live that i deserve to live and so it can feel like a never-ending valley of healing you know and so this idea for the institute that came to us about a year ago and we put it together and then now this first event is that we want to make healing and creativity and joy a practice in life, not a goal out there somewhere. It's like, I'm gonna practice being healed a little more today. I'm gonna to practice expressing this energy of life called my creative self a little more today. Um, so that's kind of the at the root of all of it, I feel. Ah, oh, it's beautifully woven together. Yes, I, I think that, um... What I always say about joy as being our natural state, our true inner being that we came here as, even though we don't experience ourselves that way, typically, because we have all this human stuff layered on top of it, I feel like you have that same definition for, for creative. We all are creative at our core. We are 
that natural ability to express ourselves in ways that are unique to us so that we can bring out into the world. But we have all this human stuff that we typically have layered on top of it. And I know, you know, we both have addressed the word trauma before as not being necessarily what everyone thinks of as trauma. There, there can be the most subtle things. Anytime that we're not expressing and being in the world in a way that's the, the most comfortable and, and peaceful and, and ease and joyful for us, there's something in the way of it. And that's what we're, we're calling trauma. It doesn't mean it's necessarily the, the, the big traumas that we think of. Yeah, I, I love that distinction. I think it's so important because so many people, I'm sure with you also, Lisa, come to work with me and you know, we go through the more clinical ideas about trauma, the major, the more extreme versions of it, and they go, well, I don't have any of those in my childhood or my list, so what's, why am I still broken? And I feel like one of the simplest definitions of what is a traumatic experience, and it, the, the, one of the simplest definitions of that is there's a quality of inescapability. And so if that's feeling stuck in your life, if that's feeling overwhelmed and stuck in the world, the way it is, all of these things can end up being traumatic, which means that we begin to disassociate from our true, as you said earlier, our natural state, our joy, our connection to the creative self, the joyful self, starts to become thinner and thinner and full of static. And so I feel like you and I likely agree on this. Like, I don't feel like the inner self, the joyful, creative, natural self is ever lost. It's never harmed. It's never lost the connection to it can be harmed and and so that's really to me the practice is daily healing that connection you know going back to it we always say it's about the doing you can learn the most mind-blowing world rocking <laughs> bit of information and have that pop when the light bulb goes off and it's so satisfying and meaningful and you think you're changed forever and that's just the fun part that's just step one that's like the the first stone on the path then you got to take it into your life and that's where it can get more tedious and a little bit more onerous to to follow through with but not in community that's what's the beauty of community i know you and i are both um you know yes. big big proponents of that the the community and that just helps you do the repetition just building that muscle yeah. strong every day every week every time you you use it again so I, I love that um that the institute for creative living is all about that and joy school is all about that and yeah. i feel like throughout the course of our friendship i've watched this exact dynamic play out i was going to say for you but for both of us for sure because i know you've been holding this vision for a long time of the institute for creative living and i know there have been roadblocks and setbacks and like any vision worth its salt like any dream that we have there's there's a lot of negotiations and, and things that have to be uh be maneuvered there and there's so much healing that occurs through that process and that almost needs to occur every step of the way of the process. I didn't know if you'd want to speak at all to the creation of the Institute for Creative Living. It's an amazing thing you created. Mm. I, I feel like I've kind of watched and, and just been in awe that it's all just unfolded and happened. Wow, you and I met so long ago. Sometimes it's hard for me to even remember. Was it through the um, Next Top Spiritual yeah. Author with Randy Davila? Oh, Which that's is so probably cool. what? 20 years? No, 15? Oh, no, it was 2010 was when that <laughs> Is it? started. Okay, I can never remember. Yeah, so 12 years, a dozen years ago, my God. Yeah, and I just have so much gratitude for 
the role of Randy Davila in my life. You know, he's the mm-hmm. publisher of ha- Hampton Roads, Hierophant Publishing, also Inside Events. So I got to work with with him for almost eight years, um, side by side in producing events. And I really feel like it was an apprenticeship. Um, I got to, to experience and produce events with Byron Katie and Dr. Joe Dispenza and the mm-hmm. Ruiz um, folks and so many people. Um, and that was it was that was part of the learning i think process lisa was being nearby and helping facilitate these experiences with people of real transformation with some of the finest teachers in the in the world currently you know currently um on the stage and it's been so i loved the fact that getting to know these people and helping with their events i didn't lose respect for them i actually gained deeper respect for what they teach and who they are behind the scenes and um one thing I would notice, though, is that people would go to an event, and you just touched on it. You've probably seen this over and over again, all the different work you've done. Um, this great big experience of connection, of being seen, of being heard, of being valued, that feeling that we all, that, that's the, you know, this magic that happens sometimes at a, at a retreat or a workshop, and we have this realization and then I would see some of those people back again the following year for the same kind of experience. And I would ask some of them, so what brings you back? And they would say, well, I, first of all, I just love what happens here. And I just would feel my, my, the flame that got lit, I would feel that flame start to get dimmer and dimmer during the year. And so I need to come back to get my flame relit, which I love. And that's a totally valid reason to go to, back to the same kind of event over and over again. And that began to really drive home to me this need for consistent, permanent community that feels safe and it feels inviting. And it invites us to come in and actually grow connections with people. Kind of like, I mean, you and I have had that. We just didn't have something called something to to hold it. So we just sort of stayed in connection all these years. But I've wanted to intentionally create a place um, virtual place and then begin to have more and more physical experiences where people can actually meet each other but also virtually that's one of the beauties of our of our age is we can truly make real connections and support each other we can become mirrors for each other's growth we can julia cameron loves to call them believing mirrors we can actually reflect the best the potential the best and help us grow into what we're meant to be which is so rare in the world we're so used to um we're so used to passive aggressive snarky tearing down experiences out in the world and so having a place where the the deepest intention is to become a reflection of who you really are and invite you to grow more and more into that um that feels like a tender sort of a very sacred mission to me absolutely we were just talking about that in in joy school I think you know I'm, I'm learning about the cyclical nature of our energy beings yeah. and, and how it's so intimately tied to the earth seasons, the, the winter time. Now in Joy School, we've been working on safety because winter time is about going, going inward, the gestation period, the rejuvenation, the rest, and that all means releasing that, that grip that our nervous system is typically in and how being seen and witnessed creates that safety. We've been you know deliberately sort of uh, making a container for that in um, Joy School. And I reference Joe Dispenza a lot in my work. I know you do too. 
He's conducted a lot of meaningful research on the, the pineal gland and the brain. And one of the things that's now understood about the pineal gland is that it's a photosensitive organ, meaning it interprets sensory messages from the retina. So it, it brings in these messages about the environment and the seasonal changes into our hormonal signals that get sent through the body. And basically, it, we've come around to talking about the, the vagal nerve, which when I first started learning about the vagal nerve, I remember hearing you talking about it. I wondered if, if um, you wanted to, to discuss anything about that and, and how it might uh, play into this time of year, that relaxing of the nervous system and the, how the vagal nerve plays with us. Well, I'm a, I'm a, a bit of a geek on that, but um, I was really in, enthralled with what you were talking about with the pineal gland and the photo the photo sensitivity of that. Um, so you're I know that you're in the middle of really launching this this program called the Year of Joy, and I loved our conversation recently where you where you talked about the let's honor the season, let's not turn the heat way up right in the middle of winter and try to get people way into action. Let's start this program, you know, a, little, a, couple, a month or so later. I, I loved that sensitivity. That's when we're meant to start new things is the springtime. Just because we people have decided January 1st is the, the time for, for starting new things, that's very arbitrary and our natures don't go along with that. Right. Well, and I, you, the polyvagal nervous system, my God, I've just, that's become such a, a barometer, sort of a cheat sheet. And I'll be sharing that during the opening keynote of, of the Heal Plus Create event. My, my idea there, Lisa, is to share and connect the dots for people so that they can have the some basic information without becoming you know neuropsychologists we can all learn to use some basic maps of our nervous system of our brainwave states we can begin to then reconnect remember ourselves in our body and begin to use the body for what it was meant to be which was so many things but one of them is an instrument for guidance for helping us navigate life and so many times being disassociated from our bodies in our very intellectual age everything feels like it's up in our heads and so by sharing some of the information on the polyvagal chart which is this really interesting bell curve you know and it shows how we naturally rise from this green zone state where it's peaceful and we're open and we're connected and we're um, aware of opportunities and resources and then we start to go into fight or flight um, as we move through anxious parts of the day or anxious experiences and then sometimes even spike all the way up into freeze which is disassociation and numbness so just knowing that and being able to notice what it, when it's happening in the body and then i'm so excited about opening the retreat with that because we'll be then connecting with here's this teacher david gandelman is going to be teaching you meditation and how you can use meditation to intentionally navigate back into the green zone um, which is your most resourceful state and your immune system responds and everything good happens there and lisa's going to help you with you know focusing on this over here and this teacher over here is so we're going to really be making the connections to what they'll experience and be able to use that as a roadmap um, so that it becomes a practice not just another go to an event have a big experience and then go home with you know a virtual backpack full of pdfs that never get opened again and we go right back to our lives and our old patterns and wonder why a year later nothing has changed my heart is to say take some micro practices home little tiny practices that you can try that you can develop that you can get rooted and anchored in your body and mind so that you begin to notice real change in your life mm -hmm. yes 
The, the, I don't feel like I answered your question, by the way, but <laughs> I think you did. The, the do to okay. listeners are, are totally on board with that. Like, give me a micro practice this week. We we yeah. do that at the end of every podcast. I give them one thing to go take into their week. I wonder if anything occurs to you after what you just talked about for for sort of some little micro way to work with that that system, that nervous system that we want to be more relaxed this time of year. We want it to be relaxed all the times of year, but winter is definitely the time in our our circadian rhythm of seasonality that it's really most important. We talked about that at holiday time, that that's one reason that so many people have a lot of stress and, and just feel so anxious during the holidays because it's the most hustle and bustle, go be active time when our bodies are telling us the opposite. It's not the natural season for us to be doing all that activity. <laughs> and just like the circadian rhythm of, of your 24 hour cycle, if you don't get enough rest in the, the night, you're gonna be off the whole next day. If you don't get enough rest and rejuvenation during this winter period, it can affect the whole rest of your year. Do you have any little little things that they could do this week off the top of oh, your God. head? I mean, I just love, I love that you're bringing attention to this. And I'd say the first thing is just listen to what Lisa just now said and intentionally make space. Like I've come through a period of really unusual intensity of creating and putting things together and pushing a little too, too much over the weekends and evenings and all of that. And that actually that level of stress even though it's in pursuit of something i really care about and i love um the body eventually says okay it's time to stop you're you're not clearly you're not going to rest um like a sensible person would so we're just going to make you rest with with a little bit of of an illness so um i would say if the the simplest thing is be is really just intentionally make space around yourself if you notice yourself saying what else can I pack into the day? If your body's saying, I'm tired, <laughs> listen to your body. Um, and I would say also the simplest version of settling into the green zone, into that nervous system state that begins to do all these, activate all these wonderful things is very simply, and you can do this even at a stoplight. You don't have to close your eyes. Just sit there with your hands and feet and breathe slowly and count um one two three with each breath and count up to 20 using your fingers and toes if you just bring your attention your awareness to that breath it's probably the simplest thing we can possibly do and i guarantee that if you take 90 seconds or two minutes and do that count to 20 with breathing with each finger and toe you will move yourself from wherever you are on that on that scale of fight or flight or anxiety, you will move yourself closer to and possibly even into that green zone. And you can do that without sitting on a special cushion and listening to special music um, throughout the day. As you notice yourself, your body feeling tense, you can you can do that. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So it's focusing on the, the breath while counting your, uh, y'all can't see Jacob, but he's moving his fingers while you're counting the five fingers of this hand and the five fingers of the other hand, and you get up to 20 with your toes and then repeat it so that you're doing this for a couple of minutes. Yeah, yes. an executive coach taught me that um, years ago. And she said, Jacob, I teach this. Uh, Executives will do this in the boardroom sometimes. And they're sitting there in a meeting. Somebody else is talking, they're feeling anxious or, or starting to feel angry or whatever. And she said that simple practice can bring them back into um, their most reasonable 
um, sound judgment frame of mind. They find that when they do speak, it's coming from a deeper, um, clearer place. And so I loved that. I began to apply it and share it with other people. It's like, it doesn't have to be this big practice. I love to meditate. I love guided meditations. I love 30 minutes of sitting there. And sometimes it's easy to separate ourselves from that kind of practice because it feels like it's such a, a big thing. Whereas if you can do two minutes of just breathing on purpose, it will help. Mm-hmm. And I think breathing is something that we've all heard. Oh, just take some deep breaths. But what, what you're adding to that really forces the mind to quiet because you'd have to be pretty, pretty good with your mental gymnastics to keep up your spinning anxiety wheels while you're doing all that <laughs> counting and focusing on your hands and toes. That's it, y'all. That's your home play this week. We won't even go over it again later. Jacob just gave it to you. Awesome. Well, and by the way, I'll just say, the one, the, the trick, and you just mentioned it, Lisa, I know we were wrapping up here, but the trick is that you're actually giving your left brain a job. You're giving your left brain a job to count, which is then that allows your right brain and the rest of yourself to settle down. Yeah, absolutely. That's wonderful. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So I want you to tell us about Heal and Create. We're coming down in the (laughs) final stretch here. I know everybody's going to want to go at least check out that information. I think, is it still possible to do early bird? Well, maybe not by the time it airs, but hopefully hopefully y'all can still grab early birds. So tell us about it. All right. Well, you can go to healcreate.org, and I'm sure Lisa will have a link, her link in the show notes here. So use that one because she told you about it. (laughs) Um, It's going to be spread over two weeks, starting in early February, and we've chosen to not put this all together where there's overlapping workshops, so we've spread this out, so you every workshop you can attend without having to choose over a different one. There will also be replays, video replays of each session, so you can come back to these um, workshops with these amazing teachers um, for at least nine months, and there will be, you know, the practices will be in downloads and resources. We also have a complimentary 90-day membership to the Institute for Creative Living private community that's our own thing. It feels like Facebook, but it's our own thing. So we have a private group set up and you can join us there and start meeting some of the teachers and each other. I'll be active in there. And um, this is where we're really going to get in and do some work, but also work that feels like play, work that feels like connecting, work that feels like giving each other virtual hugs, you know? I love that. Yes, it already does feel uh, like a virtual hug fest in there. I'm really enjoying it. It's a beautiful new playground for growth and expansion and safety and creativity. And again, heal doesn't mean you have to feel like you can identify some huge thing that you need to heal from. Heal is just whatever's next level for you. Whatever you want to feel more of, more joy, more creative expression, more freedom in your life, that's just about healing whatever's blocking you from being there. And create doesn't mean you have to be an artist or painter or musician. It just means create what you want. Maybe you want to 
I can't think of the right crazy example to throw at y'all, but anything that you want to put in your life, it's up to you to create it. Whether you want to create a new relationship or create a new income stream, you're creating all the time. Every second, you're creating your next second and your next day and your next week and month and year. And that's all we mean by heal and create. So it's going to be a beautiful event. And then what about the Institute for Creative Living Beyond Heal and Create? Any teasers for us? <laughs> well, we're working on a live um, joy festival called Spark. And uh, so that'll be something that we don't know exactly where yet, but um, live? that'll be live in person. Uh-huh. And that'll include music and all sorts of wonderful things. But the Institute um, online, um, instituteforcreativeliving.org, is what's hosting all of this and that is developed we are developing courses and activities each month for the members and different ways to connect with each other to really just support more of everything you love to talk about on this show joy uh lisa scott stabile who y'all met last week is on faculty there and is one of the presenters in the heal and create retreat julia cameron author of the artist way i know y'all are familiar with her from that book uh, Stephen Farmer, who was here a couple months back, is on faculty there, and a lot of other just really top-notch um, people. I, I know that I'm always telling you all about different summits and, and things that I'm involved with. I trust Jacob impeccably to have really hand-selected an all-star cast for this. For this, So I'm, I'm thrilled to be on faculty at the Institute for Creative Living. I'm thrilled to be one of the presenters at Heal and Create, and it's a, a way that I'd be excited to connect with you all. Thank you. Lisa, thanks for inviting me on. I can feel my voice leaving about exactly <laughs> on time here. So <laughs> I'm glad you were able to rally enough for this uh, time together, my darling. I'm wrapping you in all kinds of love and healing over there. Thank you. And just want to say to you, thank you for doing this work. And to everyone listening, thank you for, for paying attention. Thank you for, I feel like Lisa, what she shares, her heart, and what she invites you into this is the medicine this is what if we want to really live in a, in a world that's healthy and full of full of joy and peace these are the practices these are the things so thanks for doing that lisa thank you thank you honey okay you have your marching orders i really want you to try it out this week my darlings if you've been working with these do joy practices for a while, you've already become an expert observer of yourself, of your emotional and energetic state. So this week, when you observe that you're a bit cranked up in the nervous system, for whatever reason, we all have those reasons, I want you to actually take a moment to do that practice Jacob just described for you. Then observe the results because that'll give you incentive to keep wanting to do it more and more. As always, I'm here for you. Joy School is here for you. If you want to upgrade to having the advantages of a loving, supportive community, Joy School lives within the Institute for Creative Living that we've been telling you about. So come check it all out. Until next week, my love bugs, I adore you. I see you. Go get your joy. Joy comes in many flavors, but they all start with you being full on glorious you. If you'd like some personal love and support along your joy journey, find me at lisamickcourt.com. 
And as you do your joy this week, remember that you elevating your vibration elevates the vibration of everyone around you and ultimately elevates the vibration of all humanity. Thank you for being a valued member of the team that's bringing more love and joy into the world. We need you. See you next week for Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Much love. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.